Welcome everybody to the Cult of Dave Podcast Network. New chapter this morning in the battle against Ebola. Nickelback are back. The multi-platinum band has just announced a new album and a North American summer. Until you see the flaming bottle, you ain't seen nothing yet. Welcome, guys, to this week's episode of the Something Good For You podcast. Hey! Where the two of us sift through the bullshit to try to find that little something good to give you each and every single damn week. And we needed it this week, I tell you what. <laughs> I am one of your two co-hosts, Alex Stiff, and as always, I am joined by Captain Nunn. Hey, everybody. I'm and, glad uh, we're able to do this for y'all this week, too, and... Uh, on top of everything that has happened. Yes, and this week we also have the third banana, Mikey Black. Hello, that's me. <laughs> uh, we're going to kind of go off script. We're not really going to do our typical format. Uh, not going to worry about phone calls or hashtag checks or shit from around the net. Because good God, this fucking week. <laughs> you want to talk we got about a rant. This is a grit. rant cast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A lot has happened, and we need to unpack this. Let's unpack this shit. But first, as always, this show is brought to us by Repo Record down on Commonwealth Avenue. Check them out online at RepoRecord.com, and also hit them up on Instagram. Uh, the username is at Repo Record. Look them up for any of your new used uh, vinyl record needs or turntables, needles, speakers, speakers. They got it all, man. And just speakers. I got to get my motor fixed. I need to hit that up. So yeah, man. Uh, so definitely check them out and give them a little support. They're just a little indie mom and pop record store, and you know that is something good for you. You know you gotta support those guys, man. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. You gotta support those guys, man. <laughs> Usually I'm all hype with the ad reads, and now I'm just like, you know, yeah, just do, do that, it, man. Just do it. <laughs> they really do have quality in, stuff too. Reach in your heart, reach out to the guys, and be like, yo. Actually, reach out with your heart, and then into your wallet. Because you will spend a few because there's all kinds of cool shit. And uh, we always talk about our buddies, The Stir. If you check out their video for Night Shift, uh, Andrew's wearing a Repo Record shirt in yes, that music is. video. So uh, definitely check that out. And that was a really cool shout out to Repo. So if we sound a bit tired, it is because this is Sunday, January 20th when we're recording this. So, you know, only a, only a handful of days after release. Um, or before release, rather. Pretty fresh. Some, pretty Relatively. fresh. Uh, all the shit that's uh, transpired and the lack of sleep is going to contribute to maybe not such a uh, hype <laughs> episode. <laughs> Everyone here is uh, still unwinding and unpacking all of this. So, where do we start? Uh, well, let's start with earlier in the week. I'd say that happened on maybe the initial... Well, I, I, Lord, where do we want to start? How far back do we want to pull? We just always had drummer issues, man. That's just the thing. We can never hang on to one. And uh, we had one in the works to help out with this show in particular, Down South Showdown in Atlanta, Georgia. We had yeah. this book. So, all right, all right. I know, 
All right, and I know where we should start now. Yeah. Cool. So from, so a few episodes ago uh, with Trey Spears, uh, one of the other guests on there was DJ, and he would agreed to come down and help us out and play this show, the Down South Showdown in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, hosted by Chase Tale of Rambler and a number of other fucking bands. Yeah. <laughs> He's in 50 fucking bands. He does a lot of work. He does everything. Um, and it, we were going to, where we were part of it. So he was stepping in, helping us out cause we didn't have a drummer and literally a few days. It was Wednesday. Uh, he hit me up and due to a family emergency yep. beyond his control, not his fault at all. Something he cannot do anything about. He was unfortunately not able to play drums for us. Yes. And it's like no fault of anybody's or anything like that. It's yeah. just we making can't that clear that right here. Now it's like as much as we may, you know, bitch or complain about it. It's like, that's just us venting. He really has, you know, no hand in this or no malice. There was no, just, Oh, I'm not going to play. None of that bullshit. You got to see about your family. Yeah. Family comes first. And that, and that's also what wound up happening with uh, uh, Jared. Also, family came first, and unfortunately, he wasn't able to do it either. So yep. we had to put a call out to Facebook, <laughs> as you do, <laughs> because we don't fucking go down with a damn fight. <laughs> we have three out of four of us. We can get a drummer. This song is these. This music is not Rush by any means. <laughs> All the technical stuff is Mikey. Yeah, so really. it's like it's not like we're having to replace you. That suck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get you wrapped in because you're just yeah, sitting here sorry. and you're just like zoning out. <laughs> trying to get you chatting a little bit. Mikey's been up for a while this weekend too, folks. You interrupt me all the time. And then as soon as we sit down here, you just shut the hell up. Well, I don't... This is this fucking microphone. I hate it. <laughs> Ignore the microphone, man. Pretend it's not here. <laughs> This is the one of you're the only when you're here is the only time I wish there was a video element. Right? Why? Because of my face? Yes. Yeah. Your face. The faces you make are fucking hilarious. And now we're sitting here just giggling and laughing. The listeners are sitting here going, What, what the, the fuck, fuck is wrong as these guys? <laughs> and you're sitting over here cross eyed looking at a microphone with your tongue half hanging out your mouth. Jesus, yes. <laughs> well, we were up till I'm basically just silent Bob. <laughs> silent Mike. You just got a face for radio over there, huh? Just the face. The face for radio. Uh, <laughs> So it's fun. like you're you're being silent, Bob, and I'm being Kevin Smith. Right. <laughs> Does that make me Jason Muse? Mm. A little bit. <laughs> Snooch to the nooch. Um. Anyway, so we put a call out, and we got a lot of people that hit us up. Uh, some local cats, uh, some people saying they'd be able to do it. Uh, some needed to practice. Uh, some there was just not enough time frame to be able to pull through. And miraculously, uh, one of Cap's old friends, uh, Justin Smith. Yeah, he used to play in Gunpowder Gray, and uh, he and I have been talking to each other for about a couple of years now and we played yeah. shows with him and everything too and uh, he threw his name in the hat and said I'm your guy just let me know when and where we'll make this work and we said awesome yeah and it was one of those things where his drumming style was pretty similar to a handful of the songs we had in the set anyway so yeah, he had the vibe for sure so even though there was still a handful of people that were reaching out to us most of those people we had actually never spoken to before. Uh, right. There were people that were kind of stepping up to the plate that we had never met. 
Um, not a lot of our uh, close folks reached out to us on that, though they were trying to help. Um, so that was, and the handful, and one guy that would have been able to do it wasn't of age. Right. <laughs> one of our other friends, he's literally 20, <laughs> about to turn 21 in like a few weeks, and he would have been like immediately down for it. But And we've been familiar with Justin's work for a long time, too, so we knew what his style was and knew it would blend in with ours yeah. pretty well if given a shot. So, and... Once we gave him the green light, he sent us an audio recording of uh, Hit the Gas of him just jamming it in the living room. And at that exact moment, I was like, okay. He went out of his way to do all that and let us know that he's got it. So we were like, awesome. So the original plan, before all of that transpired, so all of that was from like fucking Wednesday to Friday afternoon. Yeah. So in between all that, before that happened, uh, we were supposed to go down there, and we were going to hang out with folks a bit, uh, talk with Ted from Spaghetti Town Records, try to get, uh, try to wrangle Chase and get him on the microphone. Yeah, uh, but there, there were a handful of people that were there that were we were chatting with that would have been really great to get on the microphone, and and we want to do it in the future. And but unfortunately, this whole drummer thing just fucking threw us for a damn loop, and. Everything we wanted to do <laughs> quickly became like the absolute last priority. Uh, yeah, just getting in a room with uh, Justin was priority number one. And that's what made us so fucking tired. <laughs> <laughs> As Mikey is still just staring <laughs> off into the... Uh, Looking do, into do, the distance out the say, window. I was do we need to shut the blinds? No, I don't have anything to look at. Then you have to contribute <laughs> to the conversation. <laughs> You're talking. Keep going. Well, He's just Cap listening. is interjecting. Well, Cap ain't saying a whole lot of much, though. Well, I'm adding. <laughs> You're supposed to I'm add I'm doing better too. than you, man. <laughs> God. Anyways. No, so. but but uh, getting in a room with Justin was a challenge because he would uh, let us know uh, in advance, hey, I'll be there in well, 30. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We'll Before we get done, to, you are just jumping the gun. Let, let me look at the timer. Even with our added bullshit, we are not even at 15 minutes. Calm well, dang. down. Oh, I just wanted to just vent a little bit too. <laughs> it's been a couple of days. I know. I'm saying calm down. We have to timeline, man. Timeline's everything. I hear you. <laughs> Please. I'm, I'll follow your lead. <laughs> Well, just look at where we are in the convo. It's all good, man. Oh, no, no, it's all good. <laughs> so we were hoping to be able to do all that. So getting in the room with Justin was definitely priority. Um, getting down there, like literally everything was counting against us on this fucking trip. Yeah. From trying, from me trying to get off work um, to no nothing bad on you, Mikey, but you getting caught in traffic trying to get over here. So we could get piled in one vehicle. So we were trying to bust out kind of early so we could avoid some other traffic. And that was a whole thing. That set us behind. And then once we actually got on the road, that set us behind. And it wasn't even fucking Atlanta traffic that was the problem. It was fucking North Carolina uh, highway as work As soon on as you traffic. get on I-85 going south, it was already a big clusterfuck. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it got a little heavy once we finally, you know, got a little closer to where we needed to go. But good God, trying to get out of North Carolina was a son of a bitch. Yeah, and Atlanta traffic wasn't bad at all, thank Christ. Yeah. Except for like one little spot, but that was like 10 minutes, so that doesn't matter. Nah, like I said, once, once we entered in, once we got in, it was totally fine. Yeah. And getting, so we finally fight all that. We were trying to get into, I was hoping we were going to get into town uh, roughly by about 7 o'clock. That, that was about like the shooting distance, you know? Right. 
And we, <laughs> and we roll in at about 9.15, and I walk up to the front desk, and it's fucking closed. <laughs> Forgot about this. <laughs> the fucking front desk to the hotel is closed, and it is, I don't know what degree it was, but it was fucking freezing, even with my hoodie and leather on. Yeah. And I'm sitting here going, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> Every 15 minutes it was, now what? So, call the number, I have to get the security guard out, he pulls out a card, he lets us in, all's good in the world, we get unpacked, and at about that time, Justin hits us up, and he goes, hey, are you guys in town? And we're like, yeah, he goes, how about late night practice? And we're like, okay, you know, what time are you thinking? And what do you say initially, like 1 o'clock? 12 o'clock. 11, 30, 12 o'clock. Yeah, and we were like, uh... All right, yeah, I guess. And you were really not wanting I was to. Pretty, yeah, I was thinking we would like you spend were, the next day, all day, next day rehearsing. And uh, I was bummed because I was wanting to go see bands like Wildlife and Ravagers and Bad Sons and and other bands that were playing on the festival and everything, too. But if I, I think, wanted to do it, we got to do it right at the same I time. I think that was one of the few times I've ever seen you really towing that line but wanting to throw a hissy fit and still trying to be professional oh yeah it was hilarious i literally in your face saw <laughs> you you were riding that line between i was going, fighting it hard between going but damn it i'm just gonna no we're here i want to see these guys it's mm-hmm. part of the reason I, I got off work on today this is it some was bullshit. <laughs> i gotta do this shit I think I was actually the voice of reason in that decision because you were kind of sitting there in the passenger seat. Yeah. Like, eh, you know, I'm down for whatever. Because I think we were driving to Star Bar. Yeah. We're going to hang out there first and then yeah, make a decision. Yeah, because the Star the Bar Cap's, was in the neighborhood yeah. of the space and everything, too. And then Cap was really not wanting to do it. And then Justin sent a message along the lines of, you know, he's like, bro, if you want me to do this, then we're going to have to rehearse twice. And I appreciate that. So I'm in the back that. seat. And I'm like, all right, I, I respect his hustle. So let's meet him up at 1130. Yeah. And knock some songs out. Yeah. All tonight. Do it again in the afternoon yeah. if we need to. So we roll in, So we finally get roll into town, get everything settled in. We hit him up and we're like, hey, we're here. You know, let us know what's up. Didn't hear from him. For a bit. Nothing. <laughs> Probably waited a good 30, 40 minutes. It was like definitely past 11 or whatever. Get like creeping close to 11. And we're like, uh, yeah. what's up? And uh, 1130 rolls around right as we're entering the neighborhood. Because like I said earlier, the the venue and the practice space were in the same neighborhood. So yeah, we decided so- just to wait it out. And actually see some bands and network a little bit before we go practice. Yeah. And, and we were able to meet up with a few people. Um, and that was in. God, I really can't say enough cool shit about Star Bar. It's definitely the closest thing to the milestone that we've been able to run across. But it's actually like in a city, in the in the heart of a city and everything. Yeah, um, too. imagine like if the milestone was in, in Noda or something. In Noda that was mixed with Plaza Midwood. Yeah, that that's that's what it's like. It, it it definitely is probably the coolest thing close to that and the rim. And it's a network of. Uh, you know, the one or two rock and roll bands that are like in every little town across the U.S. all meeting yeah. together and playing together. Oh, yeah. And, you know, hell, Nationals will even run through there like uh, Richie Ramon and the Dwarves. Um, yeah. We didn't play on that show, but they played that venue on that same run that we opened for them. That's in, right. Uh, where Chapel Hill? Was that where we did? Uh, was it Chapel Hill? Yeah. Yeah. So we roll in, hang out for a while, and then Justin eventually goes, yo, well, if you're at Star Bar, I'll just meet you over there and we'll hang out. Yeah. So... Ow. What'd you do? <laughs> Smack myself. 
So we're hanging out and kind of chilling, waiting for him. And I, at this point, I'm kind of forgetting because the two of y'all were the one that kind of had the conversation at this point. I was talking with him, and uh, I gave him an ETA. Didn't hear back again from him for a little while, and just kind of hung around and watched uh, Wildlife play. And by the time Wildlife got through with their set, he reached out to us saying he was at the practice base. Yeah. So, at that point, we're like, all right, sweet. Well, Cap got his uh, wish. We got to see the bands anyway. Yeah, wound up getting everything I wanted in the process anyway. <laughs> I have never seen someone <laughs> so giddy and just, like, like chipper about the fact that, like, right as the band is wrapping up, Justin hits us up, and he's like, yo, let's practice now. <laughs> and he's like, excellent, yes, okay, yay, let's go do it. If you've never seen Wildlife play then go on YouTube and watch it and you'll agree with me afterwards. They're definitely one of those bands that were, they like having fun in the studio, but when it's live, it's just, it's bare bone rock and roll. It's bare bone and it's tight as shit too. Because didn't you say, Mikey, that you weren't fully sold on them until you saw them live? Yeah, I don't like the recordings. Yeah, but. and that's fair to say, you know? The tones are very different. But live, I think they're, I think the stage presence and just everything wrapped together, they're a really great live band. So if the music, if the recordings aren't necessarily for you, like it was with Mikey, you'll definitely become a fan seeing them live. And it, it was worth a uh, really, really late night practice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we roll into the space and long story short, uh, we didn't finish practicing until five o'clock. Yep. Uh, and that was fucking nuts <laughs> because essentially what happened was we get there, we load up and we run through about half of the set and we get it about pretty solid. And I, one thing I really do have to say, man, is he had the recordings for a day and he fucking nailed them, dude. Yeah. And it, like he listened, it only took him a couple of listens for him to wrap his head around all of it too. Yeah, and he was just he was that kind of drummer, and yeah, he's damn good. Yep. And, and there was a few songs in our set where it was that situation where you can read a drummer, and then you look at the set list and go, "Ooh, their style's gonna work well with this." Yeah, I could not wait for us to be able to play "Hate" with him. Hate was fucking great, dude. Yeah, because that that's already a Motorheadish, you know, type song. And, you know, with his work in Gunpowder Ray, he's definitely busted out. It just calls for that some, style anyway. Oh, yeah, like Cut Me Out. You yeah. know, that song, you know, is just straight up Motorhead, you know, style drumming. So I knew he was going to be able to do well on that. But for the rest of the set, I mean, it, he had just adapted really well. So we went through about half of it, called it a night at about five o'clock. That's when we got to the hotel. <laughs> Took a nap. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> and... Got up the next morning, ran over to um, one of the bars that was holding the record release. It was party. Elmere. The Elmere. Yeah. Ran over there and saw uh, Teddy Spaghetti from Spaghetti Town Records. He was. Uh, it was the release party for that vinyl compilation. Which. Yeah. So everybody was just hanging out. We just go over there and just and uh, network and just uh, catch up with everybody. That uh, that's playing the festival and everything too. So yeah, excuse to do that because uh, folks like uh, Brad and Amy from the Rim, yeah, they came down. Uh, the Silver Tongue Devil get, uh, kids were hanging around. Um, so it, so meeting up and seeing them over there that was really cool. Elijah, 
Uh, he was hanging Pubes, out. He was hanging out. And uh, he played with Pleather Boys uh, yeah. on Friday. It was either Friday or, yeah, it was Friday night. Yeah, and unfortunately, we wound up missing that due to all these drummer issues and <laughs> trying to figure everything out. So we're sorry, Elijah, but you know, <laughs> we 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 brain dumped on him that afternoon because at that point we still weren't one hundred percent sure, right? Because we'd only gone through half of the set, you know. And we and, were, and then at this point, uh, he was he agreed to meet up with us at one o'clock that afternoon. Yeah, one of the latest. Uh, so probably the kind of at this point. Not, I definitely don't want to paint him in a negative picture because that's kind of what it sounded like right now. The easiest way to describe he pulled it through big time the, too. The easiest way to describe this for the Kiss fans out there is we were dealing with our own personal Ace Fraley for a weekend. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the guy was wicked talented and really he pulled through in the end. But getting him to point A to point B uh, was definitely uh, a new experience challenge <laughs> uh, very rewarding in the end and he definitely showed us that you know he was able to do it which wound up happening so and crushed it yeah so when we didn't hear from him around one we just wound up hanging out at that bar for a minute and we finally met up at about four o'clock and yeah. we ran through half the last well, the half second of half the, of the set the second half of the set in like record time like we just we just busted we, through each thing just rapid fire because apparently uh, Chase thought that we had dropped off so we just got there by the skin of our teeth yeah so we, yeah because we had chatted with him earlier and you know we told him what's up and he had said you know he completely understands the situation he saw that we were here and that we were fighting for it that you know he understands that you know if we can make it great but if not he wouldn't hold it against us because he sees how fucking hard we've been trying to make this fucking happen yeah so we told him, it's like, well, we're feeling pretty good about it. We just got to get through the rest of the set, but we're going to try and get there. We get there by the skin of our teeth, but they still think we weren't on it, but he was still happy to see us there. So right. he was like, all right, we're going to make it work. You guys just go second. First band's already set up. We're just going to pop you in right after. And nobody complained or anything. It was all it was all. Yeah, gravy. I hope that didn't upset the Apple card. I, I really hope it didn't. I don't think so, man, because I was talking with the, with the fixed faces afterwards, and they seemed like they were into it and everything, too. Okay. And everybody seemed real happy that we were able to play. Cause he also said they were all recovering from sinus infections. Were they? So that's why they were... Okay, I was really hoping... Super gloom-looking. <laughs> I know. I, I was really hoping they weren't bummed going like... They we just got bumped for them. Like we're sitting here going, no, 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 that's totally not what it was. I promise we didn't pull a power move. We we've been struggling to even make sure we could play. <laughs> and it was like one of those deals where if it became an issue, we don't want to be an issue either. We're not that band. Yeah, exactly. It's like we we've been just fighting to play the damn show. <laughs> so so shout out to Chase for giving us a shot and being patient with us. Yeah, dear God, this has literally been one of the most trying things, at least in this band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we were talking about this the other day. What was the uh, the most trying ex- experience, this or the bus? Mikey. <laughs> what would you say? Oh, uh, this. This? Yeah. Yeah, you are just well. out of it right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I asked you earlier, do we need to get you another cup of coffee? I don't need coffee. I just What do you need then? I don't need anything. I need a nap. <laughs> <laughs> well, I asked you if you even wanted to do it, and you are like, yeah, man. Yeah, well, I'm here, you know. 
No, we, you're not. We, we, we drove all the way back from Atlanta before this, too. So yeah. that's well, about I want a four us to be able drive. to kind of unpack it and just kind of get the raw feelings and emotions on everything. Well, this is raw as shit, so here yeah. you go. <laughs> Screw it. It's content. Yep. No, so we finally get there. Uh, fixed faces ruled. And like I said, they were awesome enough and, you know, understood what, where we were coming from. And by the time we Big got thank up. You to those guys. And by the time we got up there, basically I just let them know, hey, <laughs> we've ran through these songs once. So if we have a few uh, mistakes, just bear with us. Yeah, understand. <laughs> and man, if I tell you what, through even through as much headache and issue as we wound up running into, it paid off in the end. It really did. It, Justin it absolutely nailed it. it. And especially in the amount of time. The only thing we could have uh, ever asked for in that would have just been more time. But yep. the, with the amount of time we had, I I want to say he just I, he did really well. So he was the MVP of this weekend. <laughs> Not man, I would say both of y'all are because we we all just really kind of had to hunker down because I mean, the thing about we went down to Atlanta with no drummer, yeah, and basically went we're still gonna play this fucking show. You know? We didn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone's going to do that. So for the fact that I was able to wrangle the both of y'all and, you know, get you, to, basically y'all to agree to even do this, it's fucking nutty. Well, I've been there a couple of times as a patron and it's just fun as hell to go as a patron anyway. So I thought worst case scenario, we go and enjoy some cool fucking music. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I already took off work, so I might as well just go hang out. And, and that's why... Um, when Justin was initially hitting us up, you know, going, hey, what about the late night practice, you know, at like 11, uh, and Cap was getting Right, that's where I was getting bummed out about it for, uh, the, that, for a That's minute. why when, you know, Mikey was sitting, I was just passenger seat, just kind of being like, whatever. It's because I was under the same mindset, you know, it's like, you know, we're not going to go down without a fight. And we were thinking we'd be able, like Cap said, we'd be well, that able to practice that afternoon, not get to get there at four. But Justin was right. If you're gonna do it, do it right. Yeah. So, so you know, that, that's kind of where I stood on it. Is like I'm down for going to the show, and I'm down for you know doing it right. You know, whatever happens, happens. Those walls were hit, and we were just like, let's try everything. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was really just going with the flow on it because I'm like, there, there's nothing I could do at that point. You know, there was nothing else we could do. We did everything we could, and I was just watching and just seeing where the fucking dominoes were landing, see what the dice landed for us. We were getting all kinds of wacky-ass backup plans ready, too. Holy shit. Like, really? <laughs> like, there was uh, one idea was brought up to where uh, we were waiting on Justin, and we thought, what if we put together a cover set... <laughs> and just teased and teased it on Facebook. Yeah. Just um, as a last minute, fuck it, uh, pitch. <laughs> yeah. No, we're, we're definitely not going to name drop the guy, uh, but someone else um, hit us up uh, that night and was just like, you know, yeah, we were listening to your stuff on the way down, you know, and, you know, we were willing to, you know. People were concerned. People were looking out for us. Yeah. And that was really, you know, sweet. <laughs> In yes. so many words, humbling. you know, humbling. <laughs> and, you know, with that guy, you know, he was saying, you know, we would love to help you out, you know, just no way we could have gotten it together in time. So we were thinking, huh, well, maybe if we put together a set of, like, the covers that we've played in the past, like Ramones. Right, Misfits, Kiss and Dwarves and stuff. Yeah, if we put together maybe a set of that, that guy also knew, 
hell, we could still fucking play and just explain to everyone, be like, hey, uh, we didn't have time to learn any originals, but here's some covers we've known. <laughs> so we're playing the show, goddammit. <laughs> Nothing was going to stop us on that. Made it work. Made it fucking work. Well, Mikey, now that you've kind of sat up a little bit, what would you say some of your biggest takeaways from all of that be? What do you mean takeaway? Did I learn anything? <laughs> Not necessarily. That's, that's, hey, gang, what have we learned on this experience? <laughs> I wouldn't say this is a, uh, or, or uh, you know, what, have you learned anything situation, but like, it's like how, are you, what, what's the thing that kind of sticks out to you the most this whole weekend? Mm, how tired I was the entire time. <laughs> Did you enjoy yourself though? I had a good time. I had a good time after we got off stage. That was yeah, my thing. Same here. If anything, this episode and this band is helping prove that Spinal Tap is no longer funny, as Cap likes to say. Yeah. Actually, uh, on that note, I was on the way back. I stumbled upon this uh, post from Don Jameson, and he was talking about how uh, Matt Sorum was getting hired by Lemmy to tour with Motorhead. Yeah. I forget what the context of with. Mickey D, but that doesn't really matter. But uh, to quote, Matt Storm says, Lemmy called me up. He actually texted me, and I could hear his voice through the text. Matt, I need you to play drums. Storm recalled, and I actually texted him back. I wrote, why me? I don't know why I said that. He wrote back, Dave Grohl's not available. Lemmy wasn't a guy to mince words. He'd tell you the truth. <laughs> I love that about him. And I texted him, when are we rehearsing? And he wrote back, we aren't. <laughs> I'm sitting here reading that going, I feel like I've about, uh, we've about got to that point. <laughs> yeah. That's In really, end. because never once on that set, never once during practice, did we play the set front to back? No. And uh, there were still like a little, uh, ticks and stuff that needed working on going into the set too, but he nailed them. He nailed them live. And that was the crazy thing. And that's why I said it felt like our own personal Ace Frehley in that regard was, again, just getting to the practice and getting through practice was something that we did. Yep. <laughs> and then by the time the show rolled around, it was just complete 180. It was like, bam, on it. Here we go. And, man, we, we just can't. We can't thank them enough, essentially. You know, really it, can't. it really pulled through and, and gave us a hell of a show. And people seem to dig it. Thank you, guys. Uh, if you're there and saw us and are listening to this and enjoyed it, thank you so much. Yeah. So that was leading up to the Down South Showdown. Yep. <laughs> and then by the time we got there, because again, Fixed Faces played before us, uh, after them, after them, after us <laughs> uh, was Rod Hamdala. I think it's Hamdala. I think it's Hamdala. He used Hamdala. to play with uh, the legendary Shack sh uh, Shakers. That's right. That guy was wicked talented on guitar. His three piece usually uh, goes through uh, the East Coast circuit, same spots that we normally hit up and things like that too. Yeah. And uh, his and I guess this is his. Uh, he's been doing the solo material for quite a few years now, and it's pretty consistent. Definitely check him out. Yeah, that that, that really kind of blew me away because I saw him getting up sound checking. It was like, yeah, it was pretty good. And then by like the third song in, it was like, damn. Yeah, he rips. Yeah. So if if you're a fan of uh, The Stir, they're definitely not in the yeah. same style. But if you like that kind of like guitar, it's noodly. It's, it's bluesy hard rock. 
Mm-hmm. You'll definitely like this kid. All right, well, this kid. Uh, he's probably my age or older now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just so fucking tired, man. I'm just rolling with it. Uh, after that was Criminal Kids. Finally got yeah. to see them for the first time. And I really, I dug the record or the EP, whatever the EP was, it was. Yeah. I think uh, there was a dynamic live that was a little weird because they uh, had uh, the guitar player from Bad Mother uh, fill in for their regular guitar player. Yeah. So I think uh, that might be a might have been a fresh dynamic, but it wasn't bad for what it was. It was just different. Yeah, I I, I really enjoyed it. And they played a couple of Bad Mother tunes because uh, the guy sings all those songs too. So that was pretty oh, cool. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh, after them was Brower, and I had heard. No offense to them, I had really not heard anything about them before. They got some good songs. They got some real good songs. Live, they, that was that was one of those bands where it was like, wow, that they put on a show. They look goofy as hell, and the songs are like <laughs> glam rock as fuck. The, the, the songs rock. They were really great. And uh, after that was a Barbecue, which Cap over there couldn't quit uh, raving about. I think that oh, was they one were of cool his favorite shit. of the night. They were definitely my favorite of the night. And uh, they, they kind of have a uh, Susie Quattro at uh, Ramon Speed kind of feel to them. So I, I dug the hell out of that. I saved their set, too, with my amps. Oh, <laughs> Humble brag. <laughs> God. <laughs> so shout out to Baby Cutie. Uh, they'll be. I think they're going on a on a run here through the states here before too long in the next couple of months. So uh, follow uh, them on Instagram and Facebook for all that info. Yes. And then after that was Trouble Boys. Trouble Boys ruled like always. Yeah. And I think that was. Uh, I think that was one of your favorite sets too, wasn't it? It was the tightest set I think I've ever seen them do. We've played with them a couple of times, mm-hmm. and they're always consistent. It's a three piece band out of Texas. Yeah. Hell yeah. I got their T shirt. Yeah. When you say, what was one of your favorites so far out of that? Because after that was Rambler, and I think, and I think it was probably between uh, Criminal Kids and Rambler. Rambler was tight as hell because they had uh, Joey O'Brien from uh, Biters play drums with them. That's right. That's right. I missed Criminal Kids. Did you? I don't remember what I was doing, but I didn't see them. That's the thing. Like as soon as we got off stage, I mean, you, there's just so many people that you can just hang out with and just get lost. In conversations with too because we all like the same stuff. Oh, never mind. I totally saw Criminal Kids. <laughs> yeah, you saw oh, Criminal right on. Kids. No, that they were funny. Yeah. I, I like I like uh, I like their front man. That he had some funny shit working between him and Ted. Just like you know, ha, lied to you, motherfucker. <laughs> Robin's cool as shit. <laughs> yeah. So overall, just had a great time. So that's kind of just a quick little recap, just at least on the event itself. And the reason it kind of cuts off there, because let's side trail a little bit. Okay. There's a subplot to this trip. And this is where maybe some of the more goofy stuff comes in. <laughs> I think I know where this is going. 100%. It happened during the weekend, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, we had to end it a little early because our door key wound up not working. And the reason we found out it wasn't working was a Cap's brother. William, yeah. uh, which we've given town. him a few shout outs in the past uh, on Fifth Man Radio. Uh, he was the editor for that. And uh, he's also let us crash at his place when we've come up to Tennessee. Uh, he's been an awesome brother. I just, oh. wanted, him, I just wanted him to come down and, uh, you know, enjoy this experience with all of us, too. Yeah. So he winds up letting us know that the door key isn't working. It's like, son of a. And we're thinking, like, how, it's like, what kind of dumb bullshit is this that we're going to figure out? <laughs> so he winds, he, so he winds up messaging me that. And, and the thing is, is, where we were staying, 
it, it wasn't a five star hotel, y'all. No. <laughs> right it off the interstate. <laughs> it, it it was what we could get. It was right outside of Atlanta. We didn't pay no Atlanta prices, y'all. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the key was a little finicky to begin with. So essentially, I was like, "Well, keep trying, cowboy. <laughs> we out here having fun. You wanted to go home." <laughs> and he just kept messaging about it. He was not working. I was like, son of a bitch. And luckily, this ended right when Rambler set was ended, yeah, too. So, so, so it, it, that wound up working out. So, unfortunately, uh, we missed uh, Dirty Fences. So, uh, I'm a little shysty. And if there's uh, more than two people staying with us in a hotel, uh, there's no reason for them to need to know that. They're not going to charge me extra. The people, yeah. that st- the people that stay with me um, aren't... Um, dirty people. Right. We don't hire. We don't bring sketchy people around with us. Yeah. Y- y- y'all don't trash hotel rooms. There's no reason for us to be charged an extra fee. We're responsible fuckers. Yeah. So we get around that shit, and we're like, no, only two people stay with us, and then five fucking pile in. <laughs> so, be discreet about it. Yeah. Well. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um. So it's the end of the night. Cap is. On cloud fucking nine. And when you're on cloud nine, you don't listen. I don't. <laughs> you don't pay attention. <laughs> no. I, that and my hearing was probably like fucked from like being in front of all those damn bands too. Motherfucker. This has nothing <laughs> to do with your hearing. <laughs> it was all your eyes. So. Uh, I was enjoying myself. So I'm trying to explain to Will, leave it alone. We're on our way back. We get, we get back to the thing. And I walk up all cocky and shit with my key card going, you do it like this, asshole. (laughs) And I start tapping it on. It doesn't work. And I'm like, fuck. (laughs) It's the first time I'm just sitting here going, I'm like, the bastard's not doing it right. You know, because it took me a few times to get it. Nope. Sure enough, mine wasn't even working. The fucking genius and myself couldn't even figure it out. So I go, all right, everyone, pile in the car. I got to call the late night guy and, you know, just play it cool. So I walk around the front. I grab the number. I call. And he goes, cool, I'll meet you in front of the door. I said, okay. So I walk back around. And I didn't give you any sign. I didn't give you a signal. I didn't give you a thumbs up. I wasn't sure what was going on, really. I know. So real quick. (laughs) If that's your reasoning, if you don't know what's going on, is your first instinct just to fucking hop right out of the car, fucking goosenecking it, giving us some of this? I wanted to know what was going on. I wanted, like, some kind of, like... Yet! I told you, be fucking discreet! <laughs> this is the opposite of discreet, man. I didn't have anything to eat since Wa- before, uh, Waffle House that morning. Me neither. You're acting like you're, you're poor little old you. Or I am poor you? little old me. I didn't have anything to eat. Motherfucker, we were all running on that same singular meal. We were all we were all poor little old me's. Yes, but at the same time, I'm, like, sitting in the fucking car. I'll tell you when it's good i just walk around the corner without anyone because you know the plan i told you when to come out and i told you i would let you know when it's fine mikey was following game plan will was following game plan i didn't see neither of them try to get out of the fucking car i was just asking them i was like what's happening (laughs) yeah so while i'm trying to get the phone number what's going on in the car mikey since you've got uh an upset will and a drunken Mm. high cap (laughs) Well, I was in the driver's seat on my phone, hanging out. As you do. As I do. 
That's all I was doing. Cap was freaking out. Cap, my door was slightly open because oh, is that why the, the lights were stuffy. on? So the lights were on, <laughs> and Cap's like, "You turn these fucking lights off." So he starts fucking clicking them. They're not going off. And he's like, well, "Who's whose fucking door is open?" So I, <laughs> I open my door and close it, and the lights didn't go off, which or which means you didn't actually fucking you turned them on by clicking them so many times. They were still on, man, when I said it again. And so and you're again. like, "Well, shit." So you open your door and as you open your door, I reach up to click them off. So as I click them off, they come back on because his door is now open. And so he shuts his door, lights are on, and then Will opens his door and then shuts it. Eventually the lights just never even went off, man. <laughs> You just didn't tell me you were turning them off. You know, here's the problem. We were telling you a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> and William's freaking out, and he's he's not really freaking out. He's just... Uh, he's anno- he was just huffing and puffing. Both of you were kind of spazzing. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. runs in the family. It does. <laughs> I come from a line of spazzes. It's the truth. And then Cap finally calms down, and he goes, Well, William, did you have a good time, man? <laughs> That was oh, my and I for. made a joke. I made a fucking joke because as soon as we walked back to the car, I was like, "Someone probably broke in, stole all our shit, changed the oh, locks, yeah. and then bailed." And, then and William's like, like, "That's not funny. My stuff's in there." I'm like, "Yeah, mine too, dude." <laughs> He's like, "Don't joke about that. It's not funny." <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So all that happens, and then I guess right at about that point is when I round the corner, <laughs> and Cap's trying to get out of the fucking car, and you and I gave you a big wave of like get back in the car, and right? You're still walking toward me, and I give you another wave, get back in the car. I went and back in. Wa- it was like twice. I, I waved at you three times, three separate movements, and then arm back downs. That's a that's what I count as a wave. The arm up, movement, and back down is a wave. I, I gave you that. three of those. I don't remember that. Clearly, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't remember it in the moment. Instead, you're still goosenecking, walking at me. That's something new you do. Is you, it? <laughs> you, you will gooseneck. You, your eyes will get bigger, and you'll start. So I'm just, <laughs> I got to know what's going on. Mikey just said it's fine. <laughs> not that exaggerating. I'm not a tall not- person. I got to know what's going on. <laughs> so you start doing that, and then finally you get in the car, and I'm huffing to myself. I'm like, stupid ass motherfucking <laughs> goddamn son of a bitch. So I didn't know what was going on. I wanted to know. Nobody would tell and, me. And the security guy, what do you mean no one wanted to tell you? Everyone was telling you you weren't listening. <laughs> Just getting it's like go outside with no context. That's all. Meanwhile, I'm just sitting there on my phone. William's giving a play-by-play, and I'm listening to drunk and high cap bullshit. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, crazy. <laughs> it oh, been yeah, a couple. They, it, oh, yeah, it, they broke in. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It had been a couple of days, y'all. I wanted to enjoy myself, <laughs> and you were, and it was funny. You can tell we're clearly not mad at you, but they're just funny oh, I know moments. It. It's, it's, like so, I earned, it's like I earned all that, but at the same time, I oh, earned no, my mindset. No, here's my thing. I earned what the entire fucking thing happened this time because I'm sitting here going, we're not canceling this shit. You're we're sitting just there going, going like, you've earned so the this, entire bar tab if you drink. So, so yeah, well, what I'm saying is my, my whole weekend was my big fuck up or my big annoyance was this whole thing was spearheaded by me going, we're not 
jumping off this show. We're fucking <laughs> doing it. So we took a it, chance. It, so any other idiotic shit that happened, that's y'all. My big idiotic thing for the weekend was the weekend. <laughs> we just said fuck it. <laughs> yeah. So the security guy finally comes in and he gets the door unlocked. And the only reason we were doing that is so Will could get in. Right. After that, we were going to run off and go get something to eat. Yeah. And because, again, Cap's feeling fucking great. So he's like, yeah, let's go get something to eat. And we're all, we definitely are hungry. <laughs> yeah. And so I asked him, I said, what do we, what do I need to do if we need to leave again? And he go, he just looks at the key card. He looks at the door and goes, huh, I guess just call me again. <laughs> like really <laughs> so are you like my personal guy now do i <laughs> do i just call you can i call you from the bed be like hey right <laughs> you got some milk <laughs> that's thorough he's like i ain't doing shit but sitting in the car smoking weed <laughs> <laughs> probably so we opt for uh just telling will hey we'll be back in a minute we're gonna bang on the door and wake your ass up right <laughs> wake we were, up motherfucker which is exactly what we did and then we came back in put on tv ate food all night and then <laughs> you, just, you can always count on live pd in a hotel room at three o'clock in the morning i fucking love that show <laughs> the whole that whole hotel thing was just fucking nuts even trying to get in <laughs> I remember I said oh, yeah. that with the whole subplot. <laughs> so we're on our way down and bring it back to Will again. <laughs> he didn't know about how you're how uh, sneaky you are with uh, look rooms no. and stuff like that, and I forgot to relay that to him. See, here's the thing: you keep using that as the excuse. <laughs> that has yeah. that has nothing to do with any of it. That has nothing to do with it. Okay, so he goes. He's trying to check in, and he wants to. Um, he's trying to check into the hotel. Right. It doesn't matter how many people are there. He can, no one can check into a hotel under a different name. Not only that, we also were unaware that he was staying with us until. Cat <laughs> yeah, I thought I had told y'all. No, no, we genuinely didn't know. Oh my bad. <laughs> we knew he was coming down. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I was. I thought I'd mentioned that, but when uh, DJ announced he couldn't be a part of it or whatever, no, <laughs> there was nothing being said about that because I was on drummer hunt, and you didn't. We we weren't talking because both of us were just working on that. Yeah, I guess I guess uh, miscommunication between all that scrambled our brains even more when all that was announced. So we made it like work. Like I said, man, Spinal Tap ain't funny no more. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to hibernate for two days. God, I wish I could. I got to be, my ass is back up early in the morning for work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm waking up at fucking 5.30. Well, what have we been listening to this week? <laughs> you, you trying to wrap it up that quick? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. It, it was uh, definitely an, an experience, an exhausting one, but a rewarding one for sure. And, uh... Guys, if, if listeners have made it this far, uh, since we are kind of wrapping up a little bit, before we go into what the hell we've been listening to, uh, I do have a couple things that I just saved in case we wanted to bring it up with some of the guests, so we can do go into a little bit of something good from around the net to help close this out. All right. Y- y'all did see that Chris Hansen got arrested, right? Yeah, but I didn't. I haven't read the full story on that. To Catch, to a, catch predator. a Predator guy. Was this before hey, this your time, Chris, Mikey? This is Chris Hansen with Dateline. Have a seat. Mm-mm. 
Dude, really? Chris Hansen, you know him. You've made Did jokes you... about the motherfucker. I don't think so. Are you fucking with us right now? I'm really not. I don't know who the fuck that is. It's, to catch know, a predator. You know about to catch predator, right? Where yeah. uh, was this before your time? Is that where they like catch like rapists and shit? Yes. Oh, I don't think I've seen that. Uh, whoa. Well, this is a whole <laughs> okay, other can so, of worms. All right. Well, cool. I'm glad I brought it up then, dude. No, uh, there was a show in the holy. Fuck, I can't believe you hadn't seen My never, mom knows about To Catch a Predator. I never thought I would have to pitch someone the synopsis of To Catch a Predator. <laughs> and Chris Hansen. It feels like that's like something that's like part of what people just know. I never thought, wow, that's weird. Now I'm about to have to give a synopsis of To Catch a Predator. <laughs> so he he would it was a show in the late 90s early 2000s when it was the wild wild west of the internet and you know and AIM uh chat rooms and everything was super hot and you know predators were online you know trying to talk to kids and stuff yeah as if they don't now but that was right. you know when parents were really becoming you know aware of when it when chat rooms were the rage uh, these guys would come in and pose as underage girls, get like, you know, voice actresses, girls that look underage that are actually 18, you know, stuff like that to, you know, pose for cute photos or do video chat with them, all this crazy shit. Lure these guys in and they would be at the door waving shit. They'd come walking in. They'd have a seat, you know, or, you know, they just kind of walk into the kitchen. And then this motherfucker just comes around the corner and goes, hey, why don't you have a seat? <laughs> yep. and then pulls up the chat logs of everything and basically confronts them and the hook of the show but the girl's 18 in reality yes uh -huh. but he doesn't know that he thinks he's meeting a 13 or 14 See, year Chris old Chris Hansen it's is baiting predators uh, it's a sting operation they just put this shit on TV yes. yeah <laughs> and, and it got so famous that some of these uh, molesters would walk in and recognize Chris Hansen yeah they'd walk in and be like oh shit and he'd be like oh so you're aware of my show and then what yeah. happened? They don't run? Or? Well, see, this is what they here was the hook of the show so they start getting you know real antsy and shit if anyone so anyone tries to walk out the door or you know starts trying to threaten him going you can't keep me here you're not a cop you can't keep me here he always says well you're free to go at any time i'm, I'm not holding you here you're free to go as soon as they walk out that door they get fucking tackled by like six like, cops yeah they're like get his ass <laughs> <laughs> that you, that you guy someone would recognize him well that guy just got arrested strangle him or something chris hansen just got so arrested. what did he get arrested for uh, apparently, uh, dude did not know how to manage his income from all his catch a predator money. Oh no! Oh motherfucker! God damn! I hate these fucking ads. It's the ads where if you're on a mobile web. All right, here's my fucking what you hate. <laughs> Those mobile as websites where you start scrolling for a little bit, and then all of a sudden the website just starts bugging out with different ads, and no matter how many times you press back, it keeps looping back to the same goddamn page, and it's an endless loop of ad, and it's ah, <laughs> hate that shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I thought to myself. That's just what I hate. I need to get that out. I have a headache. <laughs> That's why I use an ad blocker. On your phone? Mm-hmm. I use Chrome. Uh, I use a Dolphin web browser. I used Dolphin when I had an Android. Word. 
Anyway. Yeah, as, as retorted by as retorted <laughs> as reported by TMZ, the former to catch a predator host was arrested for larceny after he allegedly stole nearly thirteen grand worth of items to, uh, from a local vendor in 2017. Police said that Hanson failed to pay the vendor for his purchases, instead giving him a runaround and two bounce checks. Uh, Hanson bought 55 mugs, 288 T-shirts, th- uh, 500, uh, 650 vinyl decals, all from a single mom and pop shop. <laughs> so the fucker bought a bunch of promo ads with his face on it, and then kept giving the guy bounce checks. And finally, the guy got him for it, and he was arrested. Jesus. My question is: is like, who does he think he is that people want a T-shirt of Chris Hansen? Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's cool and all. He was doing an all right job, and it was a meme for a minute. But who, unless, unless it face? was unless it was promoting a new show that we're unaware of, I, want, I don't want a coffee mug with his face on it either. So how do you turn "I'm the guy from To Catch a Predator" into a brand? <laughs> huh. <laughs> but see, well, was it his merch or was it just merch in general? It, it says, according to uh, Stanford, Hanson bought 55 mugs, 288 t-shirts, 650 vinyl decals on from a single mom-and-pop shop. The items were reportedly intended to be used for various marketing events for the television host had planned to attend before making everything... Well, before everything went pear-shaped. Mm. Vendor told police that officers were delivered, but Hanson failed to pay the nearly $13 tab regardless. Yeah, so... <laughs> Fucker was just like he he got the merch received and kind of received a, a got a uh, basically an IOU or you know a goodwill thing. Right. If you know you get the items, you still pay the rest of it, kind of thing. And he never did. <sighs> Two bounce checks and tried to negotiate, and he said no, and finally finally nabbed him. Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> did somebody walk up to him and be like, "Hi, it's like you're Chris Hansen, and you need to come with us." See, someone missed that opportunity. Right. They totally missed that opportunity. <laughs> they, they should have been like... Tackle his ass! They, so, so, someone sh- totally should have found a way to get him into a room and then walk in and be like, Hi, I'm so-and-so with the police. Right. <laughs> or just tackle him outside his home. Uh, outside his home. <laughs> <laughs> just walking outside. You're free to go! <laughs> uh, there's a new San Antonio strip club. Uh, called the emergency room that's raising <laughs> concerns from the locals. <laughs> I'd say so if you're calling it the emergency room. <laughs> uh, some people fear the emergency room uh, gentlemen's lounge could be mistaken for an actual emergency room. <laughs> the new club will be located off Loop 1010. Uh, well, uh, 410. At, uh, blah, blah, blah. It's just a horrible really name for a strip matter. club anyway. <laughs> Imagine that fucking... I don't see how... See, look, here's the thing. Yeah, every, okay, so it may be a bad idea. Who is honestly going to accidentally drive there while trying to get to the emergency room? Yeah, that That's my question. It's like, it, so people are in an outrage. Oh, they might get it confused. Who's going to confuse that? That emergency room has probably been there. It's like they're usually attached to hospitals. Right. <laughs> usually that hospital's been there for a long, long time. Usually they don't have... Hospitals ne- don't have pink neon lights? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, usually they don't have silhouettes of girls on poles next to it. Just like little nurses' outfits and shit. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> okay, yeah, right here it said, uh, I mean, when some people brought up and said that it could be confused to think that it's an actual emergency clinic or hospital-type facility, we could see that a little bit, Shannon said. It's kind of in that gray area, so we want them to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much more clear you can get with that signage. That is clearly not a, a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of people are we dealing with in this Texas town? Uh, and just to round it off with a little bit of local news, because all of us here like some good burgers. All of us like some food. And our downtown, that's literally all you have. You have pubs. Our downtown is full of pubs. Pubs and sports bars. Every single one of those bars is almost a carbon copy of the other. Pretty much. You know, one it's always the craft beer and bar food. Every single place with a different theme. It's all the fucking same. There's no variations to anything that's in our downtown. And the bullshit thing about it, too, is you are paying a premium for it yeah. being at that location, too. That's all it so is. So you would expect that shit to be good. That is not the fucking case. Have y'all heard of Ink and Ivy? I have not. That is one of the no. more. That's one of the more ritzy kind of upscale. Everyone's been raving about it, kind of gastro pub, you know, whatever. And they recently scored a C <laughs> in their food grade, one of the worst in Mecklenburg County. <laughs> Here's all the things observed: observed bartenders repeatedly uh, bus eating areas, cups, plates, utensils, and then load and unload dishwashers with no hand wash. Bartenders bear uh, hand. Um, Bear fruit with bare hands into the customer's drinks. Observed raw fish out of commercial packaging stored over. Freddy, ah, Freddy. Ready to eat fresh foods in the freezer. Observed raw bacon over ready to eat foods in the walk-in cooler. Raw eggshells and raw pooled eggs stored over butter in the walk-in cooler. Uh, during inspection, large kitchen dish machine had no chlorine connected. Uh, many dishes stored as clean with uh, heavy food debris, pooled water with food debris in the food contact surfaces, di dishes with a greasy film on them, and just they just go on and on and on. It's ridiculous. And you're paying out the ass to eat at this place, too. Yeah. Isn't that some <laughs> bullshit? And the thing is, is that is... Do not mistake me. That is absolutely horrible. Yeah. And I feel bad for basically anyone that spent their money there, mm -hmm. period. Like, especially if, you know, I hope no one's, you know, gotten sick on so that. So fuck that's, this place. Yeah, absolutely. But on the second hand, that's not extremely heavy. But at the same time, the little rebel in me at the same time still has to giggle at the fact <laughs> that all these fucking bankers in town think they've been paying a premium and eating all this nice ritzy food because they've been moving in from out of town. And what do you know? You've been eating at a place that just recently received the lowest grade in the entire town. Wait till you, we should, we need a bus where we can load up all the rich yuppies in Charlotte. Yeah, and really show them North Carolina. Yeah, and be like, "Hey, look at all this! No, look no, at all I this shit runoff that's in all the water we drink and shower <laughs> with. You, you think that shit's pure? Okay. You Have you seen our pig farms? You went in a different direction with that. I thought you were going to be like showing them good food, like no. stuff they would think no, that you know no. may have not been you know as clean, but it's clearly no, cleaner than the shit they've been how, eating how big of a shithole we all really live in <laughs> so i was gonna say no those right. fuckers don't need to know any of our cool hangout spots anymore they keep finding them yeah no so i just i, I again so the 
actual, you know, real part of me when it comes down to everything. I hope no one got sick off that, but the rebel in me does have to give a little bit of a middle finger, just kind of like, ha ha, that's what you fucking get. I'll just sit here and just go, oh, that sucks. It's also a testament to perception is reality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they thought they were receiving something so high class and nice, yet... Um, you hey, know. you want a good burger? Cook out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, let's go. Well, let's go a little more local on that. If you want a good burger, pinkies. Pinkies. Yeah, but but it doesn't take take that much to make a really good burger. I mean, I love a good burger from a good place and everything with the right hospitality and everything too. But it's hard to fuck up one at the same time. I don't know, man. I've had some bad. Yeah, I've burgers. had some bad burgers. Real. All right. Man, you overcooked that patty. You turned that thing into a hockey puck. That's basically unedible. <laughs> yeah, the only person I know that, that likes his burgers like well done is my father, and it's crazy. Choices of bun. Shit. The bun's important, man. And, yep. You gotta give the you bun say, some love. If you got to do fast food, since we're talking about all that, what what would you say the go-to burger would be? Fast food. Consid- considering the meat and your... That's not really fast food. I mean, you know like... That's fast food? It's not... Well, I mean, you're, you're not going to find that everywhere. I'm talking about something that, you know, is a bit more... Or like a McDonald's or a Wendy's, something more like universal or... Yeah, something that's a bit more widespread. I guess cookout's just relatively new, isn't it? Within the past, no. like, five or ten years. Ah, uh, cookout's been out for a good while. What about steak and shake? Does that count? I'd say or steak that... and shake counts. Yeah. You, you knew about steak and shakes in Tennessee, Oh, yeah. You? Yeah. Okay. I just can't well, do No, the... no, that's not fast food. That's a walk-in. No, I'm fast food burgers. When is used? I used to like. I'll eat them, but I don't. Well, I know, but that, but that's I the don't point. Seek though. them out. Well, I didn't say to seek it out. I said, well, since we're talking about burgers and since uh, <laughs> buns are important, well, everyone talks about their favorite fucking well, fries. Let's talk about buns. Let's talk about buns. Let me talk about buns. <laughs> talk about <laughs> buns. Let me talk about <laughs> me. Let me talk about <laughs> what makes this burger. My account, I don't want none. Potato buns, hands down, best bun. And you got to throw them on the flat top grill with some grease. So you grease the grill, maybe some butter, and then slap the buns on it. And let them get nice and fried and toasty. Slap them buns. <laughs> <laughs> How do we get down this rabbit hole? <laughs> I don't know, man. If um, if you're talking about that, how about just a good Hawaiian roll? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done that plenty of times. Yeah, do the, yeah. Do, do your same method, but do it with a Hawaiian roll. Yeah. That That's the shit. No, I'd say favorite bun for... Uh, chicken, burger, anything like that, sourdough. Yeah. Sourdough, yeah. I do like sourdough. Uh, some- One time I went to fucking Jack in the Box and got a sourdough burger, and they're supposed to, like, toast it and grill it. And get I was going to say, I can't picture a Jack in the Box sourdough just being any good. Which Jack in the Box bread. was it? The one in Winget. Really? Like, I was going to say, if it was the one house. near Steve's, I wouldn't be oh, surprised. Yeah. 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 They fuck up motor all the time. Well, That's just a fucking If they didn't location. have damn good curly fries, probably wouldn't even Welcome to Jack, Jack in the, the Box. Box. What you want. What you want. <laughs> yeah. God, that was uh, when we were recording Fifth Time's a Charm. What time did we finally get out of there that night? It was the long day. Uh, I think I was gone by it that point. too late. It was maybe like 1130. Uh, it was the long day. It wasn't the eleven thirty day. That was the second day, and it was oh, short. No, the long day. I don't know. I don't remember. Either way, it, it was it was after two. Right. Regardless, yeah, I think I was gone by then. You are. So Mikey and I are heading out. We are exhausted. We just want some food and to go home. And we pull into that Jack in the Box. We're sitting there waiting, <laughs> waiting, waiting. Finally, fucking <laughs> Jack in the Box. What you want? 
Because they don't care during the day and they just care less at night. And every time I've been there, every time I pass by that location, I just hear, welcome to Jack in the Box, what you want. <laughs> and you played it right assholes. back. <laughs> Why assholes? What? I don't know. She's just rude. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Yeah, but she wasn't very pleasant after that. <laughs> what happened afterwards? Nothing happened. You just, she's just a bitch. She just kind of just gave you just a look the entire time, like "fuck you." Well, maybe no, it's I'm karma because attitude. you've given um, other drive-through workers <laughs> not hell. You hadn't given them trouble, but uh, you, you've definitely fucked um, them a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Or yelled at that could be fun though. Yell at them. I yelled at one lady. What did you do? Fucking hear me? I was (laughs) literally repeated my order back several times, and I'm like, she kept fucking it up. I'm like, no, god damn it. (laughs) I'd say god damn it, but I was just like, had to raise your voice. I raised my voice, and when you talk to someone like they're stupid, and you really got to slow it down for them. (laughs) I know. And then she picked up on that. (laughs) I remember too happy about it. I remember uh, an old friend of ours, uh, Stephen. Uh, he was when he worked at uh, McDonald's. When uh, he worked the graveyard shift, when people would pull in, he would go. Someone would call in and be like, "Uh, yeah, I want two McDoubles and a small fry." He'd get back on and be like, "All right, so that's a McDouble and two small fries." He goes, "No, no, uh, two McDoubles." And a small fry. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Uh, let me get that. That's two McDoubles and a medium fry. <laughs> God damn it, lady. No, he was the one working. Oh, he was working it. <laughs> <laughs> he was the one repeating back the wrong order oh, on purpose. No. <laughs> and he said he'd always do it to the ones where he could tell they were clearly high or drunk or whatever. Right. And, and, and then depending on it, like on like the third one, be like, no. Two McDoubles and a medium fry. He goes, okay, uh, McDouble, McChicken, and a small fry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) Sounds good, man. (laughs) That was during the time when we did a lot of prank calling. You were the king of the prank calling, Mikey. I'm so good at prank calling. Oh, man. Do you still prank call? Only teenagers and and comedians prank call. I'm a fucking comedian. Get out of here. Last time we prank called, it's been a while. We called this guy on Craigslist that was selling dildos. <laughs> Tell me about that one. Um, oh man, it's been a while. This is when Savannah was hanging out with us. So right. it tells you how long it's been. Yeah, but essentially, wow, yeah, this guy wild. was on uh, Craigslist and he was just selling these fucking rubber dildos. And uh, in the ad, it said they hadn't been used and. You didn't really say how he acquired them, just the fact that he acquired them. Yeah. And so naturally, I call up, and I don't remember what kind of voice I was using, but I was just saying real disgusting shit, like, <laughs> you know, let me take them, let me try them out, or can, I, can you th- show me how to use them? Like, just <laughs> fucked up shit. We took turns calling this guy. <laughs> Do I stick the whole thing up my ass? <laughs> just Ooh, that's a, here, here's a quick, like here's that. a fun side story. I actually got blocked by a company... Um, lots and lots of trains. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How did you get blocked? By lots and lots we of trains. We had this thing. <laughs> they always had the fucking, the fucking commercial would come on, and it was just so fucking goofy. Did you, did you ever see it? No. It's just a commercial. It's like a DVD set for trains. That's all <laughs> it is. The commercial goes lots and lots of trains, and it's just trains, just different trains going down tracks and shit. 
<laughs> What's the point and of the DVD set? Does is it educational just, or? I get, yeah, I guess people so. People are really into I trains. Hope so. <laughs> people really into trains. There's a lot of DVDs. And uh, the thing is, we'd be nice. <laughs> we'd be at uh, Cody Ward's house back in the day from Boron Heist, just hanging out. And any time the commercial would come on while we were watching TV, either as background noise or like watching Digimon or Pokemon, whatever we were watching. <laughs> If the commercial came on, I'd be like, well, now I have to fucking call. So I'd call these guys <laughs> relentlessly and just either, like, say some fucked up shit or just just act like a fucking retard or a child. Just be like, I like trains! Oh, no. And just be like, dumb shit. Or just put on a voice and be like, yes, I'd like the trains for my son, but I only want two of the DVDs. And they'd be like, well, sir, we can't do that. It's, it's a package. He's like, but the, my son, he does not like all the trains. <laughs> I just want DVD number two, DVD number six. And they'd be like, we can't do that. And I'm like, this is outrageous. <laughs> just dumb. I don't know. That's pretty good, though. <laughs> Other time, sometimes it'd really be just as stupid as, thanks for calling, blah, 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 blah. How can I help you? And they'd just be like, go fuck yourself. And then they'd be like, oh, God damn it. And hang up <laughs> Before there was grab them by, and the then pussy, eventually it, it just this. got to the point to where like my number just wouldn't go through. Like, <laughs> really, even with blocking it and shit with the stars six seven six nine. Maybe they went out of business. No, because it'd work if we called them on Cody or someone else. Really? So, uh, okay. Wow. <laughs> no, I was gonna say maybe they just went out of business. You kept hogging up the line. Mm-hmm. They're like, if this guy keeps calling, <laughs> saying. <laughs> Well, I think they sold other shit because you'd get a lady, and then through her you'd get uh, purchase like oh okay, like lots and lots of trains or a bunch of other shit. But <laughs> okay. I always called about lots, lots and lots, lots of lots. boats. <laughs> there was <laughs> you get lots and lots of everything, man. Dude, there was lots and lots of lots and lots of boats. Came out after lots and lots of trains. <laughs> that was a sequel. And then it was lots and lots of trucks and planes. <laughs> I don't know why trucks and planes were to looped together. together. <laughs> yeah, they were together <laughs> in the same DVD pack. <laughs> we can only cover so much on planes and trucks. <laughs> it feels like they could have at least done like planes and helicopters. Right. <laughs> we spent hours and hours on trains. <laughs> <laughs> now, th- I, did you ever do any prank calling, Cal? Uh, no, not really. Not that I can remember. Me and Stevo went down a rabbit hole where we, um, when we first, we both had iPhones, mm-hmm. and iPhones were, well, they still are, but audio-wise, they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. And uh, it would work out well enough to where I'd call, put it on speaker, and then pull up a soundboard on his phone and oh, use that to make prank calls. Oh, wow. So there's pretty good ones where you can pull up Hank Hill and then call up like a Lowe's or something. Oh, yeah. It has I all that. The, Hi there. I'm Hank I Hill. I used to play with those, I too. I need a damned hammer. And they'd be like... <laughs> <laughs> Shit like that. That was fun. I found one with uh, all the Sam Jackson quotes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been playing with that one. There was a prank call I looked up one time that uh, used the Dr. Phil soundboard. And the lady calls in, and she's talking about having marital issues. And eventually, after leading her on to it, uh, the soundboard goes, I want you to have a lesbian relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like, what? He's like, and I want you to start having a gay marriage. She goes, 
I don't know what that's going to have to do to solve anything. And he's like, get over it. Don't <laughs> don't argue with me. Like, that, like they have like, is full of all the uh, question, the angry Dr. Phil <laughs> sound bites. Oh, yeah, because, of course, they're promoting it on the uh, show. It's like, you know, oh, Dr. Phil's here in the studio with us doing you know, on his book tour, you know, whatever. You know, so it's like a total wrapped in kind of thing. And it was that's still one of my favorites. <laughs> nice. There was a few times uh, I did a few prank calls. For some reason, I only like thinking about that. Why is it when we prank call someone, we feel the need to change our voice? I don't always change my voice. Any really anytime, it's just I'm, more fun. But, but but that's the weird thing. But, especially the best ones always come from changing your voice. I think it's just because you get into character. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I, I always did the same thing. I, first. I, for some reason, I always found it funnier to call a place that was really close to me. Mm. Because, yeah, sure, you can call a place across country, but, I mean, if you're calling unknown, what's the fucking matter? You yeah. know, what are they going to do? It depends on who you call. If you call Walmart, then yeah, you don't pay attention to that shit. Well, yeah. the phone's I, just ringing. Well, there was a Bojangles across the street from me. I was like, fuck it, I'll just call them. <laughs> and I call them up one time, and I go, yeah, um, yeah, hi, um, my name's Joseph, and I Good lumber. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. That, that's kind of <laughs> what I was going for. And I went, yeah. Um, I went through the drive through and I got one of your breakfast combos. And with that, I got one of the Bowberry biscuits and I'm, I'm just going to cut to the chase. Um, there was a pubic hair on my Bowberry biscuit. And they're like, well, how do you know it's a pubic hair? Be like, look, oh, I, look know. Try, I, I know what a pubic hair is. This, this isn't from a beard. This isn't a, ha- a facial hair or a head from hair from your head. I know my body hair is. This, this this is a hair from above a excuse my language a penis. <laughs> <laughs> and I had this girl going, and she's like, it's because I wanted to give her just the unwinnable scenario. Yeah, where. I wasn't demanding anything, but I was extremely upset and I wasn't satisfied. Mm-hmm. Driving and, the and, and well, see, yeah, basically, see how long I could kind of keep <laughs> her on without pissing her off because I wasn't want to piss her off, but I just I wanted to kill some time. <laughs> and I'll, and she's like, okay, well, I, I'm so sorry about that. If you want to bring it in, we can get it exchanged. I, like, I I mean, I would, but I mean, I'm already miles down the road. I picked this up. She goes, okay, well, I mean, we're, I mean, if you're not too far away, I mean, we're, again, we're happy to, you know, if, give you a refund. I'm like. Yeah, I mean, I, I paid in cash. You know, it was like giving her ev- like every roadblock possible. <laughs> and then... Oh, um, that's horrible. <laughs> and, and, the, and then uh, finally, just to end it, I got angry about it. I'd be like, so you're mean to tell me <laughs> that there's a pubic hair on my... B-. I kept saying that over and over specifically. There's a pubic hair on my Bowberry biscuit. <laughs> and there's nothing you're going to do to help me about this? Well, well, sir, if you're miles away and, you know, there's, I don't care. And you paid with cash. I don't care. There's a pubic hair on my Bowberry biscuit. This aggression will not stand, man. And, and eventually they just hung up. And uh, and then there's a 7-Eleven that was nearby. And same concept. Uh, I called up and I was like, um, yeah, hi. Um, I got one of your donuts the other day. And I, I. I don't I don't know how else to say this, but I'm just I'm just gonna say it. Um I got one of your donuts at the shop and there's semen on my donut. <laughs> semen and they donuts. <laughs> and the guy he really did ask, he goes, Well, how do you know it's semen? 
ask questions. <laughs> uh, the only thing I could come out with just that quick was, honey, I know what semen tastes like. <laughs> and there is semen on this donut. <laughs> the best is when you get someone that is willing to either like go along with the, they realize it's a prank call, but they go along with it. Or they get really fucking pissed, but they're not going to hang up. And so then you just start talking shit back and forth. <laughs> Did you ever have any of those or a good one that you can remember? Um, We called. Uh, I made a Walmart really mad one time doing simple shit. Just calling up, asking to speak to electronics. Electronics gets on. Start, <laughs> start asking them about cabbage. And they'll be like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, I called asking for produce. And they'll be like, oh, no, this is electronics. Let me transfer you. I'm like, oh, okay. Get transferred. Produce. Uh, yeah, I was uh, going to ask you a few questions about some memory cards. Camera. <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, no, 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 you need electronics. All right, send me back to electronics. Electronics picks up. Electronics. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so I'm getting ready to make this chili at home. And I was wondering if you guys had any certain <laughs> produce items. He's like, no, 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 this is electronics. And just get them to do that about four or five times. And eventually, like, uh, electronic guy picks up on it. And he's just like, all right, man. He's like, what do you want? I'm like, well, what do you mean? I'm, I need some cabbage. He's like, no, you don't need any fucking cabbage. He's like, quit calling. <laughs> Busted. I'm, think- like, I'm like, hey, dude, calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down. And he's just like, what, what, what? And I'm like, just put me through the produce. I don't know what you're going through right now. <laughs> But it'll get better. And then transfer me to fucking produce. Talk to produce. Get a different person. And so it kind of loses the effect. But I start asking about cameras and shit. Yeah. Obviously. She's like, oh, yeah, let me transfer you. And then electronics (laughs) comes back on. And he's like, electronics. I'm like, I kind of want some cereal right now. (laughs) And he goes, God damn it. And mind you, mind you, it's this isn't it's like some random Monday night with my feet kicked up on the couch. This is like a fucking, it's like fucking seven o'clock on a Saturday. Oh my god! And so Walmart's like busy as hell. And I'm, this was last week. This is last week. <laughs> yeah, this guy got really pissed. One lady cussed us out at McDonald's because we called her with a Jack Black soundboard. And that one gets really graphic because he's just like, uh, yeah, can I get the six-piece nugget, but I just want four. She's like, well, no, sir, we only have the the six-piece. You can't just get four. And then the Jack Black soundboard goes, well, take two of those nuggets, shove them up your ass, and give me four chicken McNuggets. It's an D record. This lady flipped her shit. It was Steve-O's old manager. It was the same McDonald's. Oh, yeah, yeah. She fucking lost her mind, cussing her out, cussing us out. She was like, come up here to the store. I'll get you your nuggets. And we're just like, oh, shit. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, to round those off, um, one last prank I was thinking on, uh, one other gas station I called, it was a a Kangaroo Express, and the name is uh, important. So, I call up, and they're like, Kangaroo Express? I was like, hi, yeah, uh, do you have any of the roller dogs, like hot dogs and stuff? She goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, great, great. I'll take two hot dogs uh, with chili, mustard, and uh, uh, relish, and a bag of the Cool Ranch Doritos, and two Diet Cokes. And she goes, um, <laughs> I want four fried chickens and a Coke. <laughs> and she goes, what do you mean? I said, I just need it delivered. She's like, what, what are you talking about? I said, sorry, I, I'm sorry, I might have the wrong number. Is this Kangaroo Express? 
<laughs> she goes, yeah. <laughs> I said, well, express delivery. I, I know. <laughs> and she starts cackling. And I forget what name she asked me. She goes, is this blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I was, gave like legit information. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. Uh, this is Alex. And I work down at, you know, so-and-so place at the mall. I'm, I'm on my lunch break or I'm about to be on my so lunch break. You're not the only one. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm about to be on lunch break. Uh, I was, and I'm, you know, just, I was wondering if you can get that delivered over here. She's like, we, we don't do delivery. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Every other kangaroo express in town does delivery. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what are you talking about? I said, every Kangaroo Express in town does delivery. Have you not seen it on the side of the cars? Didn't you, you told me this and you said, um, you were like, see where I come from, we just have kangaroo stations. Yeah. And that's where you go and pick things up. And then around here you got Kangaroo Express. (laughs) (laughs) You deliver. (laughs) So I get to that point and she's still laughing. She goes, what did you want again? I said, I wanted two hot dogs, gave her the toppings inside and everything. And she goes, goes, okay. And you said you work at blah, blah, mall. I said, yeah. She goes, I'm off in 10 minutes. I'll just bring it to you. And I was like, click. (laughs) (laughs) That's when you abort mission. You went too far. You got into her head. I was like, no. Well, I don't want to say anything on the show, but you gave me an awesome idea uh, that I want to talk to you off microphone in a minute. So let's go ahead and wrap up here. I figured that's actually a fun. We got a little bit of laugh in near the end of our down south recap. We were tired going into it. Now we're feeling pretty good. Yeah. Well, I guess we ought to go ahead and dig into our Spotify playlists and round this show off as we normally do and figure out what the hell have we been listening to. What you listening to, son? I don't think you like it. Well, why not? I like this new generation of music. (laughs) Where did you record this? I bought it at the mall. What that person on your tape has is a medical disorder. All right, Captain, what the hell you been listening to this week? Well, I mentioned uh, Barbecue earlier. I've been listening to their record all week leading up to it. It's just self-titled. Oh, actually not self-titled. It's just called uh, Let's Go, and the, the title track's really good. Uh, pretty cool group of uh, ladies and dudes playing together. They're based out of Chicago. A few, Most of them are based out of Chicago, and I think they're spread all over the Midwest as far as members that hop on for different shows and things like that, too. Word. And uh, my favorite track on there is Golden 20. There's a music video on YouTube for it and everything, too. It's a pretty badass tune. Glam punk as hell, like I mentioned earlier. Oh, yeah. No, <clears throat> I had uh, I had checked out some of their stuff, of course, before uh, the event. But uh, for a lot of these bands, I became a bigger fan of them seeing them live. Exactly. All of, the, all of these are definitely live bands. These are, these are folks that definitely have fun in the studio with uh, glam rock tricks and stuff like that and just rip it live. Yeah, so that that was really cool to see because some, some of the stuff, you know, I listen to that, you know, maybe part of that roster, you know, go look at Spotify and then hit related artists, related artists, related artists kind of thing. Yeah, you can really kind of get into some glammy, you know, pop rock stuff and I thoroughly love and enjoy that, but, you know, it's still nice to, when you see them live, be like, oh yeah, there's still be, some stripped down That could be raw as hell with it too. Definitely. Make it work. So Mikey, what the hell you been listening to this week? Uh, I've been listening to, I've uh, been on an In Flames kick. In Flames? Which is a melodic per- death metal band from... From Sweden, I think right? they're from Sweden. Yeah. Somewhere, somewhere in Scandinavia. They've been around a long time. Yeah, since like the... Early 90s, I want to say. Yeah. Maybe late 80s. 
But oh, their yeah. new stuff kind of sucks ass. There's nah. been a lot of talk about their new stuff sucking. Their new like stuff I'm not sucks even. Ass. Yeah, I'm not. But they're even coming. That... They're coming to the Fillmore um, next month. I don't remember the exact date. You go check go. it out. Yeah, because I mean I'm a big fan of a lot of their earlier stuff. Maybe after like 2006, 2008 is when they went to complete suck ass. Well, damn, that's a damn so, shame. Yeah, I know there a were lot like, of lineup member changes and shit like gotcha, that. Gotcha, because they were red hot. But for I'm a still gonna see them just so, for the guitar porn. Yeah, if there is any. <laughs> oh man. Oh, is that one of the members? Yeah, yeah, their guitar player left. Oh, gotcha. Uh, been several years now, and all remains is on the bill with them. And I'm not a huge fan of their new shit either. And I'm really bummed that their guitar player died like yeah, that's two right. months back, so I don't get to see him. But yeah, so they're an all right band, whatever. That sounds like it'd be a decent bill that'll turn have a good turnout. Yeah, for sure. All the Charlotte metal heads and whoever else, for sure. All them been coming out. This is more just a uh, bucket list check off. Yeah, type show. No, I, I was gonna say I, Anthrax was that for me. I may not be the biggest Anthrax fan. Love Anthrax. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I, I don't put them on on heavy rotation. But they were they were still a bucket list band where it's like I, I need to see these guys live. Yeah. Saw them on that Motorhead tour. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, yeah. Well, this week, uh, kind of staying in that same vein of just glam rock, uh, another Swedish band, uh, Heavy Tiger. Um, yeah. They are just an amazing uh, glam rock band. Uh, fronted by, well, it's not fronted, but uh, it's a three chick, it's a th- three piece uh, chick uh, female band. Blah. There's, here's the thing. You're, you're trying here's to put it thing. in a box and fail it miserably. Yeah, well, it's good no, rock and not, roll no, shit. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm trying to actually explain it, but here's the issue. Everyone wants to make an issue when you go, oh, it's a female fronted band or this, that, and the other. Yeah. When I'm trying to explain that it's, very much in the same vein of kind of Runaways and Joan Jett, but someone's going to take fucking offense going, oh, it's not female punk or female rock isn't a genre. I'm not saying it's a genre. Yeah, they're that's a, not what he's doing. They're a glam rock band, and I'm explaining who's in the fucking band. Who's trying to this hardest not to say chick rock band. <laughs> yeah, because everyone wants to get their goddamn panties in a wad about it, and it's like, no, I'm not putting them in a box. That's why I was intentionally led with they were a glam rock band. There you plain go. and simple. But they were a kick-ass glam rock band at that, too. That's that's what's annoying as hell when you have to be so damn politically correct you can't even get words out properly because you're stumbling <laughs> going, oh, not that configuration, not that configuration. It's literally three different words, but depending on the way you configure them, people either accept it or you, it's hate speech. <laughs> anyway, they're a fucking great band. <laughs> and... Um, one of my favorites on there is definitely Shake Me. Just a killer riff, and they are just wickedly talented. Uh, amazing harmonies, great guitar solos, and the songwriting is really great. Uh, so definitely check them out. They got hooks. Hooks for days, motherfucker. If you like just some good, catchy rock and roll that's got killer solos, and I said, and again, it just it falls right in line with that '70s glam rock and roll, New York. Just, Absolutely. I thoroughly enjoy it. New York, New York rock from Sweden. Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> I know how to do it right over there. 
Well, guys, again, if you've made it this far to the episode, that means you truly do like us and we do appreciate you. And those are the kind of people we want to hear from. So if you were at the Down South Showdown this year, definitely give us a call at 513-463-7439 and let us know what you thought of the showdown. Uh, that way we can play it on the next episode uh, because we want to keep these relationships going. We met some really great people when we were down there. So hopefully y'all give a call in. In, give a shout out uh pimp your shit yeah man yeah that's why the re that's why the hotline's here is you can either ask us questions give us comments or hell if you got some sh uh stuff to pimp out and you want to tell the world you go do it man just tell us this sucked i don't know do just something give us, man <laughs> give us something to laugh at yeah mikey's got a friend named uh train man that uh i've been trying to get him to call in so we'll see if uh train man eventually calls in at some point he seems to be a lazy bastard that uh, doesn't pay attention to, you know, posts or yeah, anything. Yeah, wake his ass up, man. He's on the road, man. He comes and goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, until next time, Cap, do you have an outro? Uh, big shout out to Down, uh, Down South Showdown, Chase Tail, and everybody involved. Thank you. Come on, man. We, we, we gave a dick-sucking thing for the entire show. Okay. Give us an actual outro. The outro isn't just a thank you. The outro is like a final piece of All right. wisdom. All right. Uh, well, a final piece of wisdom. Uh, don't quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That's all I got to say. All right, guys. Don't quit. <laughs>
another amazing production from the Cult of Dave Podcast Network. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it.